0: Hello and welcome to episode 58 of Unfunny Nerd Tangent. I am your Captain Boomerang, aka Grieg Braunschweiger, and today I'll be your green-blooded, mandible-faced host as we dive space helmet first into all things Predator. Joining me today in Group B is a collection of mercenaries and killers for hire who also don't know how to act around a sleeping woman. Firstly, he's a goddamn sexual tyrannosaur who ain't got time to bleed, mostly because he's too busy trying to unionise his co-workers and prove a variety of conspiracy theories. Spoilers, he gets killed off early in this one, but he'll make a triumphant return for our Running Man episode. He's the super duke, Jared Rabinerschnitzel.
1: You are all a bunch of ugly motherfuckers. <laughs>
0: a former CIA operative and missing cabinet minister who's stronger than Billy, funnier than Hawkins, and crazier than Mac. He once fired off his entire arsenal and hit nothing. He prefers a hot and sweaty climate, and if thing, things go bad today, he won't hesitate to activate his nuclear-powered self-destruct device. He's the Norm Macdonald of unfunny nerd tangent, Matteo Morallenstein.
1: <laughs> I just pointed at Tim. I was like, this must be you. You're the only one at the table firing blanks.
2: Firing
0: blanks? Oh!
1: <laughs> That's funny and poignant yes. and scientifically correct. Yes.
3: Well done, actually, true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: our next panelist loves to smear sensor blocking mud all over his body and the rest of his high tech camouflage consists of wearing DC themed baseball caps to Marvel movies he likes to tell terrible big pussy jokes, he loves chewing tobacco and can't wait until the eventual Predator slash Veronica Mars crossover a man who certainly wouldn't ignore a naked Olivia Munn from attackofthedad.com he's Tim Von haagen I'm just looking forward to Aquaman I'm just looking forward to Aquaman the
3: second one was an echo.
2: Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> oh, oh. God. God, I'm, I'm sitting sad.
3: across from Jared.
0: <laughs> it's sad that I get that joke. <laughs> our latest guest enjoys walks in the jungle, hiding in plain sight and collecting the spines of his victims while rocking out to Little Richard. He's in town with a few days to kill, so he's our baggage now. And his first assignment for Unfunny Nerd Tangent will be to bring in Sprung. Preferably mint in box. Please welcome to the show for the first time, Vance McKim and Schmidster. God, I hate being friends with you guys. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: that, that's fair. I can't say much about it. That was
0: so. Okay, so Vance, welcome to the show. Uh, since it's your first Thank time you. here, would you would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? I understand you're you're a big Predator fan. I am. I grew up with it, so it's something from my youth that. I
4: loved Schwarzenegger movies, you know, the whole works. so it was funny when this came out, I kind of threw it up and said, who wants to go, and we had some friends that said they wanted to be there, so anyway, that's about me and Predator.
0: <laughs> and uh, you, did you, I think we heard before, you read read the comics as a, as a young kid?
4: I did have uh, quite a few comics when I was a kid. I, in fact, I, I'm sure I've still got them packed away somewhere, but it uh, was quite a bit of a Comic book uh, comic book geek as a kid and 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 had quite a few of them so yeah I, nothing like I collected you know every every number in a series or anything like that it just seemed to be one of those things when I was at the local drugstore I'd pick one up and I always seemed to enjoy them a lot so but yes I did have a lot of the predator comics as a kid so
0: what were they like as far as sort of continuing the story were they more? Because like, I've, I've only sort of seen them in passing. Were they more like um, you, you follow the Predator around, or was it more like the movies where it's a bunch of human beings and then sort of the Predator turns up?
4: Kind of. I mean, a lot of the ones I, I remember had, it was on different worlds, and there was actually humans with the Predators. So um, there was different factions of the Predators, and basically they were fighting against each other, you know, um, against other beings, things like that. So it Back then, it wasn't as organized as what kind of the movies are now. I should say, or at least it didn't seem to, it was organized as much as that. But uh, I do remember that there were different factions, and there were. I, I don't want to jump ahead into the movies that you know that we're going to talk about, but the fact that it seemed like now the movies are starting to go toward to like where the comics were, instead of the comics being built around like the Alien versus
0: Predator series and things like that. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Yeah, because I, you know, I'm a big comic reader, and I've always, you know, back in the day, I always saw the, the Predator and Alien comics, and the Predator versus Alien, and there was one with Superman was fighting off the aliens and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so they,
4: they- there was quite a few different <laughs> crossover, and the fact is, it wasn't DC. I mean, they're Dark Horse comics, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know how that all played into each other back then. Um, but I do remember that the humans were given weapons to use alongside with the Predators. So uh, they were fighting with each other against other Predator factions and um, I don't know. I, it, it's been a while since I've looked at it so I need to go back and kind of look at
0: that some more. But mm. I, I guess do remember you, parts of it like that. I guess what you were saying about how uh, the the comics sort of influenced, influenced some of the, the movies nowadays. I guess there's a, a touch of that in the first um, Alien v. Predator movie where the the main sort of hero and she sort of teams up with the the predator for a little bit there to so maybe they took it from that I guess.
4: Yeah, I think but they've in the movies they they couldn't I mean those storylines are quite advanced and you can't really portray a lot of that into the movies within an hour and a half time frame. Yeah. So you know they're gonna take little bits and pieces of everything and it's not like Marvel is now where everything's planned out
0: years in advance. So Yeah. <laughs> cool. I wanted to touch on the first predator movie uh, before we got into the the new one because that, that first film is one of my all time favorites and uh, it's directed by John McTiernan who also did Tim's favorite movie Die Hard. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I think a lot of people don't realize like this guy, John McTiernan, he was like a great director. He's done some, some really good movies, but hardly anyone sort of would know his name, but the first Predator movie, I love pretty much everything about it, which we'll get into. Uh, and But, Jared, I saw this movie when I was about probably eight or nine when it was released on, on video back in the day, <laughs> the old VHS tapes. But uh, since you're quite a bit younger than me, I was just wondering how you stumbled across that uh, first Predator film.
1: I'm pretty sure it was just running on, like, TNT or TBS or something like that one day and I watched it and it, I can't even remember the last time I had watched it. And then I decided to sit down uh, Thursday night before we went and saw the new one to watch it again, because it was available on HBO go and figured might as well, uh, refresh my memory a little bit in case there were any, you know, callbacks in the new one. So sat down and watched it for the first time, probably the first time I've ever seen it completely unedited and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. cause I think I've always watched it on cable. So, yeah, it was good. Um, you know, I, I think it was, th- there was some stuff, it's like, that doesn't even make sense, the whole clay thing, like, uh, or, or the uh, mud c- covering them. It's like, well, the mud would just reach body temperature in a few minutes. Like, uh, what the hell? No. I'm like, it, it, no.
0: what? <laughs> makes perfect sense, Jared. Stop yeah, it. Yeah,
1: totally. so, Sorry, the engineer here has to realize that, you know, things come to thermal equilibrium. That's a big word for you kids. If, you're, if, said, if, yeah. if you want to look it up, it means they equal out in temperature. Also, yeah. a movie with
0: Christian Bale. Also.
2: That was again. That's always always throw me off on any movie that uses thermal. That it's hot as hell wherever they were at. Right at a certain point, when the air
1: temperature and the human temperature become the same. Uh, it's, it's body. It's black mass radiation stuff. So it's a whole different thing in thermal imaging. <sighs> It definitely make sense. <laughs> it, it doesn't, but basically you're looking at masses and temperature differences and fields to separate out. Yeah, but
2: how many times in different movies have they used the guy hiding under dead bodies? That's it's always the same thing. Yeah. And it's like, well, oh, it, we tried to look at him with thermal, we couldn't find him. Those bodies are cold, bro.
1: Well, it depends on, you know, <laughs> the older style thermal cameras and stuff didn't have... It wasn't like depth penetrating. It was... Basically, like, it hit a wall, it wouldn't see through.
2: You know, this is the most unfunny nerd tangent that I've ever experienced on this entire show. <laughs> yeah,
0: well... Well, I mean, to, 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 make ex- to make excuses for the movie, it is an alien system that we look through. So he might be looking for things that we don't even know about, and it's the mud's blocking things that we don't know. You know, like, what exactly is he looking at? We assume it's infrared, but who knows? It could be anything. <laughs> But it's Arnold, so you got to give it a pass. Oh. <laughs> when Arnold says he couldn't see me, you—that's you, the end of it. He couldn't see him. <laughs> it's a special it. mud from Colombia somewhere. That's yeah, right.
1: yep that, That's a whole different thing coming from Colombia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's when it mixes with Arnold's unique DNA, it becomes <laughs> camouflage mud. <laughs> His Terminator genes. <laughs> uh, what about you, Tim? I assume you've seen this—the first movie. It's not another Die Hard uh, um, instance.
3: No, I I'd see it because, like Jared said, it was always on TV. Like throughout the '90s, um, you you would stumble upon it like on a Sunday afternoon or something like that, and just leave it on. Even on like I didn't have cable, so it was like just running on broadcast television sometimes. Uh, but I I got like more excited about it. Back in 1992, sort of coincident with the release of Alien Three, Kenner started making Aliens action figures. But to make them like slightly more appropriate for kids, they were not based on the movie per se. They were based on the Dark Horse comics, and so it wasn't long before they, they started getting some Predators in that Aliens line. Um, and they were really like these action figures might be like the the pinnacle of mass market toys in the 90s. They were really nice. And so, and so that, that just sort of got me into the whole, you know, as, 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 much as the alien slash predator franchise has built a universe, it really got me into that.
0: Cool. And, uh, Vance, I guess, like we said, you're a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan in general. So, uh, this one, <laughs> I guess it's sort of right up your alley as well, along with, oh, all, yeah. with all these others. I mean, I
4: was, oh geez, I was 12 when this movie came out,
0: but I remember
4: going to Blockbuster and running this stuff, you know, along with running man and everything else that he was doing back in the day. So he was kind of the big, you know, between him and Stallone, they were the kind of the big action guys back then. So yeah, watched, watched a lot of his stuff, but it, I just thought it was quite funny that, I, you know, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. And the fact that Jared was talking about how you guys went and watched this last week before you, this again, it brings back a lot of memories, just thinking to who was in it, you know, um, basically kind of what was going on at the time of my life, you know, as a kid. But, I, I mean, Tim talks about the toys. Um, I do remember my cousins having the actual quite large um, alien toys, like action figures back then. And I, I do remember, the quali- thinking back about it now, the quality of that stuff was was quite intense. I mean, the everything moves, the jaws would come out. You know, I mean, it was
0: – I wish I always had those toys. I never did, but <laughs> – I think yeah. every generation of, of of people look back at the toys that their kids have and go, oh, I wish I had those toys when I was a kid. Yeah, I <laughs> know well, I do that. Like, we we'll us see the, the, my son's stuff, and I'm like, oh, man, that would have been awesome. Yes. <laughs> and then I remember my parents saying the same thing about Transformers and Masters of the Universe. Like, oh, we never had stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And it's, then it's, uh,
1: it, it, you know what's different between those alien jars and your mom?
4: Oh, jeez. Uh uh we're gonna have this. I, I,
1: I, I don't really have a punchline ah, of it I think it's I think it's somebody filling in. I thought you were really, going <laughs> really well. I was like, oh here we
2: go.
4: I just I figured that make was a joke. good is that what it is? <laughs> 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 I,
1: I just I just figured that was a good setup. The aliens jaws opened oh, really wide.
2: Okay, we gotta take a detour for a second. <laughs> dude, so we have how to come funny in so how get funny up. was this one versus every oh, single my. other predator in
1: it was funnier than some comedy movies I've seen lately. Oh, I laughed my ass off
2: watching this movie. <laughs> and, it, and it all started with with uh, Key. Yeah. Sitting in that, oh man. I don't Bag know. it on Thomas <laughs> J. <Jamie. laughs>
1: <laughs> do you
2: that. How do you get, yeah, that was that was a real touch and go with that. That got dark real quick. But you're going to make fun of someone with Tourette's. You're going to make fun of someone with PTSD. You're going to just – that's really kind of a dark place to start. But it worked. <laughs> it so
3: worked.
1: I just love that they use it as a distraction between uh, – to get the guards back there. What's the difference between – It was a joke. What's a what's it was a joke Joking and six, f- six Big Black Men. Yeah. Six Big Black Dicks.
2: Yeah. Oh, your mom can't. Your mom, your mom can, can take a take joke.
1: joke. <laughs> or your mom can't take a joke.
2: Your mom, mom joke. can't take a joke. That's what it that as soon as I heard that, I cringed, looked around, and I'm like, "All right, we're gonna go down. We're gonna laugh at this one."
1: And, and then the bedding on—I told you she'd reach for the gun. I told you she'd reach for
2: the gun. But that wasn't—wasn't that, wasn't that a call out to like a past predator?
1: I don't know. I—I've only seen the first one. That that, that,
2: that's first. like they were making fun of like the fact that like the there's always the stranded woman. I'm trying. Was it? It was like that was in one of the predators before. Like, oh, she wakes up. Here she is surrounded by all these men. Any normal woman waking up out of nowhere finding all these crazy looking men standing over her is gonna bolt. Right? I mean that's like human nature. Well, the,
3: in the first predator, though. Depends, the, is it your mom or not? The <laughs> woman was just sort of taken hostage or taken captive by the by the crazy men. It wasn't like
2: And then there was another Predator where the woman was the hero. I think you're thinking so alien. alien versus predator. Yeah, was, A- yeah, alien yeah. be predator, yeah,
0: Main character was, was unless you're one, talking about yeah. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah.
2: yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody's gonna touch Sigourney Weaver. She's the most badass person ever. Fight an alien in the world. Any character ever proves to exist. Yeah.
0: All right, Well, let's stick with the first movie for the for the moment. But um I just wondered where, like, to me, the first movie is amazing. But I put it I put it down to four things, and it, it's mainly one. It's kind of Arnold at his peak. Of of all his movies, I'd probably only really rank Terminator 2 uh, at higher than, than Predator. Uh, I think the Predator creature itself has one of the greatest designs of any sort of alien monster, whatever you want to call it, in any movie. Uh, and the, the music, of course, by uh, Alan Silvestri, that's the, everyone sort of knows the Predator theme in a sense. When you hear it especially, you're like, oh, that's the Predator music. And just the general story and the mystery behind it, I just think it's really well done. So I was just wondering, like, Vance, you said you're the Arnold fan as well. Where do you where do you sort of rank Predator as far as his movies? Did? Is it sort of up the top there, or, or do you find I actually uh, did.
4: I, I well, my favorite's going to be Total Recall
0: from okay. back
4: in that era. Um, that, that's my favorite Arnold movie from back then, but I, I, I would say Predator comes in a close second on that. Um, I mean, you know, and this was, I I, talked about this last night with Jared a little bit too, um, how we're talking about the casting difference between all the different Predator movies, um, that some just didn't have a great cast behind it. The new one seemed to have some really good acts in it, uh, some really good characters in it, where the first one was the same way. And we're talking about how Arnold's in his prime in that first one. And, I mean, we had had, uh, uh, Jesse Ventura, was in it he would he would have been in his prime back then too it seems like who, who was the
1: Carl there Weathers. was someone else
4: Carl, okay yeah so apollo creed yeah, yeah. so yeah. we've got him right after the rocky movie so he's going to be in his prime too um so i mean at the time you had some really big names going into that movie
1: has there ever been a uh, another movie that had two governors in it <laughs> two future governors good question <clears throat> the, oh wow
0: the running man the running oh, Man.
1: oh yeah Oh yeah, yeah. That's
0: really the same too in the same himself. movie again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But th- that's this... why i mentioned it in the intro for you, Jared. Come on, <laughs> work with me. <laughs> yeah,
1: wasn't paying attention to that. That—it's yeah. been a long time since I've seen Running Man. I forgot Jesse was in
0: that. Oh, so. it's so great that Running Man because it's yeah, so—it's so terrible, but it's so great. I just—I love it. What makes him so great is I think is.
4: Arnold's always got his one-liners in it.
0: Yeah, that's what You it know, is. that that's what Get makes that's like what the comedy sharper. relief comes. Yeah. Stick around. Um, there's that one there's that one line in it where he's like, "Oh." He just goes off and it's like the normal threat and then it just goes longer and then it just goes longer again where he's like, you know, "I hope you keep that Contract because I'm going to make you eat it and then pull out your spine and all this sort of stuff. Like, it just keeps it just goes on and on and on. Like, it's amazing. I think my favorite yeah. from Running Man is Buzzsaw Split, but oh yeah, yeah,
4: and and Plane Zero, I love that. Yeah, well. Plane Zero. Yeah. Plane <laughs> Zero. That's back when he couldn't even talk. That's what was so hilarious yeah. about him. it was just the the horrible thick accent that he had.
0: After movies, him just going ar, ar, ar. <laughs> it's just that Arnold shouting noise. Total Recall's got a lot of that as well. Yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, there, I, I there, like Total Recall. Is there a I movie like- though
3: that is more like quintessentially Arnold than The Predator? Like it seems like this, like because even in Terminator Two, like he's not he's the hero, but he's not like the leading man. I, I don't know if there's a movie where he flexes more than he does in Predator.
1: I mean, Predator has the ultimate handshake ever. Oh. Like, I, Arnold I didn't Carl realize I, I didn't
4: realize that, that meme, right.
3: the that like the muscular handshake meme yeah. was was just a shot
4: from Predator. Oh it's him and Carl Weathers, yeah. 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 So
2: is it the quintessential eighties film? The eighties action film? It might be. Uh, Rock. Hmm. You got that it's either like uh Predator. It's either or... that or Die Hard, I would say. Isn't Die Hard
1: nineties? Uh Die Hard no? 88. Uh, oh.
0: The first one, yeah, would have been the end. Yeah. You got a lot of those, like, Stallone, th- like, Rambo, First Blood Part 2, that kind of stuff, just for the, it's the 80s. We just blow everything up. Look, there's yeah, 100 exactly Russian. That's exactly i Okay. Yeah. You know, so so yeah but, but Die Di
3: Di Hard almost represents a pivot to, like, a different kind of action movie. Yeah. Because he's
2: not all, he's, because John McClane is not gigantically huge. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's a little more tactics. Stallone, statistic.
2: Stallone and Schwarzenegger aren't gonna fit in an AC duct, right?
1: And well, also,
2: Stallone would. well, <laughs> <laughs>
4: Die
1: Hard depends. De- 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 does he have his roids or not?
0: Yeah, that's true. The the, the, that, the the book that Die Hard is based on is meant to be a sequel to Commando. So, oh, really? Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a whole thing there. They did offer it to Schwarzenegger, I think, at one point. So it's like sure a whole... thing it
2: couldn't fit in an AC duct. And first off, where are all these amazingly large AC ducts? I've never seen them in my entire life.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> they're in
2: buildings. In every movie, these five foot wide AC ducts where people can fit in them side by side and talk to each other
0: uh nakatami plaza they they no expense
4: yeah those, those structural engineers
0: from the 80s man
4: knew how to build stuff
1: it was back before autocad was really good so you couldn't tell. you just had <laughs> to kind a guess. hand
2: yeah. so this opening about five feet wide there is no security flaw
1: there at all it's not going to stagnate the airflow in there at no, all no, no, no. Man.
2: let's
0: do this I think you're right, Tim. Though I think this is probably the most like this is probably the most Arnold movie of of any Arnold movie because he's he like you said he's got all the flexing he's got all the like look at me and all yeah, that sort of stuff. Be, but then he's 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 also got a lot through. of quips and stuff as well. There's a couple in there like you know he throws the knife into the guy and he's like stick around you know like just shit like <laughs> Last that. Last
1: it's Action like, Hero had a lot of that too, where it was yeah, Arnold playing yeah. Arnold. <laughs>
3: No, yeah. that was, but that, but that I disagree. that—I mean—it's—it's it's, it's so meta that you couldn't yeah. you couldn't put it in that category. Exactly. At most yeah. Arnold, because it's it's too much of a nod to itself. Vogue. Also, also Shane Black, who who plays Hawkins in the first Predator, and directed and wrote, I guess, the new Predator, uh, was a writer on Last Action Hero. Yeah.
1: Also, um, uh, Iron Man, right? yeah, it? Iron Man three,
0: yeah, yeah, and the first two Lethal Weapon movies as well.
3: Yeah. And uh, and the Lost Boys, I guess that was that was the uh, the big one because he teamed up with the same guy to write this Predator movie as he did with the uh, Lost Boys.
1: And renowned friend of uh, sex offenders. Yeah,
3: that's that's what he's most mm-hmm. famous for now. I mean, like, strong forget strong. his, forget his whole film career. He's not famous for his his <laughs> terrible vagina jokes. <laughs> I, I like I like right. my Taylor's Matty's over here. It's
1: just <laughs> one.
2: <laughs> I'm friends with you guys, so there's like at least got to be some sketchy shit happening between anybody.
1: None Uh, of us here have have criminal registers. I'm not having (laughs) a register anywhere. Yeah. No.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) Olivia Munn might
1: actually work with me.
2: She wouldn't want to talk to me, but she might work with me. Not in the same scene. (laughs) I was in a movie with Olivia Munn. Do you have any scenes together? No. I didn't. No, You know what, Greg? I'm going to disagree. The most quintessential Arnold Schwarzenegger movie is Pumping Iron. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah <laughs> well That's that over true. conan the destroyer
2: why are we not making dumb movies like this anymore is that like you know, know the difference is?
1: between your mom and pumping iron is what pumping iron stops pumping iron at some point yeah that didn't work oh man
2: i was smiling hopefully that one was going to get over the fence
1: oh you know what <laughs> pumping <laughs> iron only had like eight dudes in it Oh. That's funny. Hey, 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 hey. no, it took a minute. I was trying to get it on the It bounced <laughs> off the wall and you threw it to second base. Good job, Kiddo. Got the oh. rebound. <laughs> <laughs> Got another tip in.
0: You know who else has the tip in? Potato's <laughs> mom. Oh, dude. That's a Matteo. Uh, good joke. Matteo, what are your thoughts on on the Predator like creature itself, like its general look? It, it, it I, was designed by uh, Stan Winston, who pretty much was behind every awesome animatronic or, or sort of uh, character you can think of, like Terminator and some of the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, like it's, it's, it's got dreadlocks. It's sort of wearing a mask. It's got like Wolverine so claws I, in a sense.
2: So when I was a kid and I saw this originally, I didn't – I couldn't really conceive of all its parts, uh, not until watching some of the reboots and the, the sequels. But I could never figure if there were where he was drawing all of these concepts from, because it looks to me the per- it works in the end. It works when you see it in motion. It works. But any one a particular set of the attributes of, of the Predator don't seem like they fit together. The mandibles with the cross thing, with the dread, with the high forehead, with the intense eyes that, that look nearly human. Like whenever you've ever, that's been one thing throughout the movies that I'm like I'm happy that they touched on this one. You ever notice when it opens its eyes, it looks the stare is always like nearly human.
3: Or am I the only one that
2: catches
0: that? Yeah,
3: well, I I think in the first Predator movie they probably the mask just revealed the eyes of the guy underneath. Yeah, is it, I mean, yeah. Mm. was that just a matter of how it worked? I, I, think I mean. So.
0: Because that's the Pretty scariest much.
2: part when yeah. other, there's like mud or something, and all or he's hiding behind something, and it opens its eyes and it sees you, and you know that you're staring dry, deep into this like this thing. There's that. There's a good. There's at least like kind of like the fear connection that happens with it. Um, I did love the the callback in this movie with the uh, "you beautiful motherfucker" line. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I thought that was great. Isn't that, Didn't they use? I think they've used that that ugly motherfucker line every single time, right?
0: Uh, Oh, it's definitely in. It's definitely in Predator Two. It's in one, yeah, yeah, as well. Well, it's in one, yeah, but it's definitely in Predator Two as well. Yeah, he uses that too. Yeah, and then I'm not sure about the others. I think I would have loved. I would have
2: loved if it was in in the uh, the use of all the sub the alien subtitles. If had they they gone that far one more time and just tipped it off, it would have been great. But it's, it's it's it's. It's quintessential... You know what? It is... It's fearful because whenever you see that kind of, like, an alien design used in other films, it's gangly and looks like it could be powerful, but it doesn't have a sense of real, like, movement. And, I mean, you can even say alien. Alien scary as hell. The thing is just kind of, like, a, a super insect pod kind of, like, dream. Like, reptile dream. Right? It doesn't look like it could, like... Really fly a ship or really grab a gun or manipulate human things. But when you see the, the Predator land and it pops out and drops out of somewhere, you go, oh, that thing can fuck shit up and pick up a 9 millimeter and shoot you with it or just beat you to death. Like, there, there's so many ways that it could get to you through door. I mean, I, when I see the alien or any of the other, like, post-apocalyptic alien, uh, like, anthropomorphs that come after you none of them can ever, like, unlock a door, right? Or rig something mm. and kill you. They're always pounding again. You're behind a door. You're holding with your back. The actress is going, ah! And she's like, oosh, oosh, oosh. And they're you going know to You what else to, makes that sound? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <could> you guys. <laughs> uh, is that... <laughs> is that... Yeah, it's always a brute force mass or blob... Coming after you, right? I was, I was like, fear that like.
1: Well, but I, I see what you're saying. Basically, what you're going for is that it's technical. It, that all the alien like, movies in like the '80s and stuff, all aliens kind of had this generic, vague shape. It, it, it all kind of flowed from like the Roswell drawings and stuff of what aliens yeah. were. The Predator was an alien that had very humanoid features that weren't that were exaggerated, as opposed to. That stereotypical alien design. It was, and it, it fits with what they did in the new movie, which is they explained that they take DNA from the, the strong, from the strongest places they visited. So, you know, some place may have had, the jaws were really strong. Some place may have used, had, had the hair was used as a weapon and stuff. And then you've got, you know, that brute human strength. That, yeah, it's you know, like it, small tight like core, gigantic yeah. arms and shoulders, huge thighs
2: and like the ability to also be sleek quiet yep. move like a ninja and that's the scary part the scary part is it can get right on you and not here you don't hear the thunk 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 of it coming you don't ever hear it coming and then all of a sudden it's
1: tapped more on the shoulders like, well, <laughs> really the cloaking <laughs> was the scariest part but yeah, yeah that- and I,
0: find, I with the cloaking i find that they sort of have almost ruined it a bit now with the newer movies where like it, they could, They make it clear that characters can see it, like we, even when it's cloaked. Like we can see the sort of the shimmer effect and sort of that green screeny, uh, whatever it is. But like that, they, they sort of make it clear now that like, oh, characters once you've sort of spotted it, you can still see it. Whereas in that first movie, it was that you're not sure what you're looking at. Like there's that one scene where who uh, was I think it's Mac and and Dylan. They're sort of like hiding under the 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 trees and and they're they're looking up and pointing at it and you can see like, look, there it is. And you can kind of see it perched on this branch, but only just, and it's only when it sort of moves, you can kind of see it, but only just. So you still have that, like, oh, you're not sure what you're looking at. Whereas like in the later movies, it's kind of like, oh, there it is. <laughs> just sort of, I don't know whether it's a case. Yeah, you would think know that an advanced
2: alien civilization, it, given more time would have increased their ability to, to cloak.
1: You might if have the Klingons
2: that. can cloak an entire goddamn ship. These boys can do one body.
1: Mm. <laughs> I mean, well, they haven't come up, maybe that
0: would come across the Klingons, yes. But once I... <laughs> if you recall Mateo, though, uh he does cloak the ship.
2: Yeah, the ship cloaks oh, out Oh, he does cloak out the ship. Yeah and it still has that same stupid ass shiver effect. Is that for us? Like, see that's the thing. Is it is that for the viewer? Or but 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 Greg makes the point that the characters see it and 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 acknowledge it and that's how they used to target him and they, they pour like blood on him to catch him but
4: at the same at the same time though that first movie i mean we're t- we're talking we're talking like almost like super eight filming back then compared to hd now so i'm back then it was the best they could do in a jungle by the way with low light well limitations. here's the
1: thing what they could have done is just not film anything at all there and just had them shooting it Anyway, well, Makes they fast. filmed it in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico,
2: which this is how popular Predator is. You can still go there, and the place where they filmed it is now a zip line and water park.
3: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. But there's still Predators roaming around. They're just well, all the They do out. have
2: several of the original, uh, like the cast
3: work, like
2: stuff that was left over. They're like, oh, we have all this stuff left for the movie. That's the big claim to fame. <laughs> they still have, like, Jim you. Hopper <laughs> hanging <laughs> around the screen.
3: Oh, homie, Jim Hopper. Hawkins, Indiana
0: That's it, I'm waiting for it Eventually, you know, the end of Stranger Things He's just going to go, oh, I found some other monsters To hunt in, in the jungle I yeah. oh, hey, guess what, they're the going to
3: j- make me A Green Beret
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what? But yeah I, 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 what do you guys Think about, like, it's sort of the, the, the Predator kind of has like A character in a sense as well Like they do have sort of this code of honour where If you're kind of helpless Or you don't have uh, a weapon it doesn't sort of go after you
1: or your like naked that.
3: chick yeah <laughs> <laughs> I like how later on in, in the movie she has to explain that she's like so when the predator walked by me and I was in the shower and I was like totally naked it didn't attack and, me and,
1: and I thought there was going to be some payoff to that yeah. like they were going to have to get naked or something to avoid the predator no and what or were you
2: watching Jared <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I
3: mean, but I think Jared is actually right here. It kind of points to something that's like that's that was wrong with the newest movie is that there just wasn't enough payoff to the things that it seemed like they were setting up. Yeah,
1: like it seemed like they made such a big point of in avoiding her in the shower. Like it's one thing if it just avoids her in the shower. Yeah, the fact that she brings it up later to them to nothing—it was just to just no shit. avail. Yeah. To no avail, really. Yeah. That, that's why I was expecting some sort of payoff to that. Were thing. you expecting
2: another nude Olivia Munn scene that was more payoff?
1: I mean, I really would have appreciated that and I'm going to be really pissed if we didn't get that because of a fucking sex offender. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, was no. That's it the same
3: scene. They explained that that scene was just something where like some dude was like harassing her where she was jogging through a park. It was like early movie character development stuff. It wasn't... Uh... So wait a second.
1: Wait a second. Yeah, he me.
0: cast a sex he, offender as a sex offender. Yeah, basically. right. Oh, he yeah. he, he cast a sex offender as a
3: creep. For It was sake. method. It, it <laughs> was
2: method. He consulted Stanislavski method and just wanted to make sure that that was the right person to go with. Yeah. I
0: don't know. Wow. But what do you what do you think about the code of honor in general, where it's like, you know they the Arnold works it out in the first movie. And of course, where, you know, the Anna, the girl, goes to pick up the gun and he's like, you know, stop it. He won't shoot you because you didn't have a weapon type thing. Um except for the end where it he fights Arnold because it's like, all right. And he takes off the gear and stuff. And it's like, well, you don't have any weapons or neither do I. And they sort of fight it out with their fists, I guess. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was a really clever kind of like normally monsters are just monsters, you know, whereas this predator is, is, it it is more of a, a human sort of character in a sense. They do have like not thoughts and feelings, but you know what I mean? Like they, there is more to them than just kill, kill, kill. They're not a terminator for instance. Is there?
3: It was a good moment at the end of Predator Two, where where Danny Glover with the with the sharp frisbee takes out the predator, right? And then and then there's mm-hmm. like three of them uh, who, who approach him in the spaceship, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's fucked now." But then it turns out they have this code of honor where like they acknowledge him as being a badass and let him leave. That's the pistol scene. Yeah. They give him something- yeah, yeah, they do. They give him the, mm-hmm. the flintlock
4: pistol. Let him walk out. Do we have? But, but doesn't. Oh, go ahead, Matt. Oh, no. Do
2: we have other alien encounter ones that have, like, a, an ethical code? I don't know. What are they what are they?
0: Or is everyone just out to just kill you? We, I mean, we talked about the Klingons before. They're kind of always about, you know, oh, there's no honor in this killing and stuff like that. But that's every every sort of alien race in Star Trek are basically, like, people, like human beings. There's not really any sort of monster aliens.
2: Everyone else is on a smash-and-grab mission on, air, on, on, uh, on Earth. Hmm. Smash-and-grab resources, smash-and-grab for fun, crash the by Borg. accident, assimilate. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> so the like, bold are probably the only ones. They just animals. want to take yeah. over. Yeah, yeah.
4: They're about Great. the most evil thing in Star Trek.
2: But this brings up one of my favorite parts that I was giggling about this morning, even when I woke up. That Ed, several times in the movie, they're like, wait,
1: that's not a Predator. That's it. Well, you, you yeah. know what that joke <laughs> is? Is because the original movie title was Hunter. That's what those are. are they right. Yeah, because it, oh, yeah. that's what they were, and they decided that wasn't impressive enough. We like predators better. They're more like what did she yeah. call them? D- Bass D- fishermen. Yeah.
3: <laughs> what was the Spanish name for him? It was like Diablo Cazador de los. Uh, I don't know. Oh, when
2: they talk about him in the first one, yeah, oh, yeah like Devil Hunter.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's but yeah, th- th- that's where that comes from. Is that it was but even trailer. when the even when the batshit crazy guy goes, wait, huh? That's not,
3: <laughs> right. that's not a predator. <laughs> that's not a predator. Yeah. Yeah, no, this this nobody would have seen this movie if it was called Hunter. <laughs> what? There was a movie called Deer Hunter. There was an amazingly beautiful film. Yeah, but it's not about a not about a badass alien monster. What it's would have been a better title for this movie over the years? There wouldn't have been one. Predator is the best
1: fucking title. like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, made the yeah. joke in the movie, this time it was just like, no, 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 oh, no, no we no. liked that better. right? We, we liked, liked it better. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to all the way make sense.
2: <sighs> Dude, who is that actor? Who is the actor? The black guy who's the head of the Project Stargazer group? Um, Sterling K. Brown. He yeah. always, he always plays my favorite kind of sociopath comical. He was drawing from other characters you've played on this one, right? I mean, oh, that yeah. was.
1: He, he he was really good. I thought him with the kid was great. That the jokes between the, <laughs> oh, the, the the reverse
0: psychology line.
1: I, that was that's that was like, really. Well, good I can joke. use reverse psychology too. Don't go fuck yourself.
2: <laughs> oh man, and that's why that's why I thought I was okay with it. After that, I, I always have a, a special place in my heart. I'll be able to always be careful when I'm like when you get close to making fun of people with special needs or people that have uh, who's like. Emotional uh, states are outside of the norm. I'm like, woo! It's one of the few places I always feel bad about about comedy going in those places. That's why I was like, the, that dude's got PTSD. That guy's got Tourette's. Oh shit! They're gonna play this game for a little bit. But mm-hmm. when the kid who has, uh, who's got, who's on the spectrum, he's got autism, uh, finally fights back verbally a little bit. That uh, that delighted me so very much. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: well, then even even the little stuff like when he realizes that the um, helmet had the. Like shoot the guy who was making fun of or like threw something at him. Yeah. And and then when the other kids are just staring at him and he just gives that little flinch. Yeah. Like I thought that was great. Like <laughs> they, they actually did a good job, you know, and they actually put into the story the fact that, you know, he does have Asperger's. And it's actually why the Predator respects him more is because he's he's a higher level of intelligence. He's he's he, his
2: critical logical thinking is higher. Yeah. But why did he drop the helmet
1: and
2: leave it,
0: though? I would have just carried that thing the whole time. It was there. I mean, kids do weird things, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With, uh, we, I just wondered, we, you spoke about the original title for, for Predator, how it was Hunter. Do you know who the original Predator was in the suit?
2: Oh, it was supposed to be Jean-Claude Van Damme, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: It's the <laughs> same guy that was in, two. it's the same dude who played it in Predator 2 as well. Um,
0: no, the the original the original no, person, like, Van Dam was originally meant to be in the well he was in the in this other weird suit that they had running around the jungle, but then he oh. he got he basically got removed from the movie because apparently he was complaining constantly about the suit, and then they realised he was kind of too small to be imposing up against guys like Arnold and Carl Weathers and Jesse Ventura as well, and then they got uh, yeah Kevin Peter Hall who's he's in the first Predator and the second Predator. Um, he's also Harry in Harry and the Hendersons, uh, <laughs> but um, oh
2: my god, how big is the guy?
0: Yeah, he's like seven foot, something. What he was, um, but yeah, he died in 1991. So yeah. So what do they use it. for
2: this one? Is this one all CGI or is there a puppet work? Because it looks pretty clean. If it was, because there were some up close shots that looked really clean.
1: Yeah, I'd say. I mean,
0: it, it's it's probably easier to find like seven foot guys. This. Um, In this day and age, as it was in the eighties, I mean, at least that's that's what your mum tells me. But um, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: there
1: we go, all the way
2: from down under. Nice one!
0: (laughs) Wow, (laughs) again, that's what your mum says. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, I I think this one now nowadays they can make anyone look bigger and just
1: Brian A. Prince who has no Wikipedia page is the Predator in the new one. Who has no Wikipedia page? His I
0: mean, a lot of times now you can go and get a wrestler or a tall basketball player or, you know, an NFL guy or something like that. Kevin Nash
1: of, is definitely still available. You'd show exactly. his shirt if you needed him to. <gasps> the next movie, the
2: hybrid human Predator should be Richard Sherman. He's already got the, the dreads and everything and just make it all work out. Yeah, No. <laughs> It, Mateo just went
1: on the who's a black guy I can name him no, dread
2: no that's not what I was thinking because we couldn't use anybody from the Vikings cast if that, that was just a vibe that thing uh-huh. you know I get that Aquaman guy he's going to be available after this one because that thing's going to take a shit yeah but he's
3: not going to no, be Aquaman's he's not going to be employable Aquaman's going to be a slam dunk <laughs> and, and it's going to be one of those things where even if Aquaman is bad everybody's going to be like well Jason Momoa was great <laughs> but the movie sucked <laughs>
0: Dude, yeah, he just needs a little a, warp a sneak peek amazing. at a future show there.
4: <laughs> hey, hey, Jared, I actually just looked up that Brian Prince here while we're talking. Um, looks like he's a stunt a stunt guy out of all the Marvel movies for Black Panther, Civil War. Okay. That's where that's where all his credits come from. He's a he's a stunt man.
0: That it might be the um, that when might be the Shane Black connection. Then he might have worked with him on was... Iron Man Three or something yeah. like that.
2: When we're walking out of this movie, I touched, I punched him, looked back. The number of, when they when the stunts. When the stunt people roll on the credits, it's like a full minute <laughs> a yeah. of just names, like a thousand names. They must have gone through a crap ton of people in this one. Be like, hey, throw him at the wall. <sighs> All right, try the next guy. Throw him at the wall, see what happens.
0: <laughs> well, let's get let's go through the characters a little bit of that first movie uh, before we sort of move past it. We I love the way that the movie establishes how good these guys are at what they do. I mean, they they take down that massive sort of operation with however many, like six or seven guys, however many of them there are. They're vastly outnumbered. They, they take out the, the enemy. They have no casualties. They leave no survivors. Like it's a perfect setup for the Predator to then go, oh, these guys are the best of the best. And that's obviously why he sort of hunts them, hunts them, which is, I just think that that first scene, like in a bubble, you kind of look at it and go, this has nothing to do with the story at all. And it's this sort of 10 minute <laughs> action scene, but it, it does it sets up how good they are I guess um, do you guys have any like Jared you got any sort of favorites among among the cast
1: not really um you know I, I like Arnold Jesse just didn't really do it for me in this one I didn't think he was that impressive um oh what's the um the black guy who, who, with the minigun um well, there's there's one no, black guy in the movie well, he picks he picks up the Je- minigun when jesse dies the,
3: the minigun uh, jesse. Yeah, yeah, Je- mini jesse has yeah. the minigun his name is he, mac in the movie yeah mac, yeah. mac
1: who, who picks it after jesse's killed he, he's like on the revenge mission to mm-hmm. just destroy the predator and he chops down half the jungle with the minigun
0: oh that's right yeah. yeah he goes nuts he sort of starts to yeah, like you said, he, he goes on a sort of a revenge mission and slowly loses his mind. Yeah. But I, I, I do want to ask you guys about Mac and Blaine because there is a theory out there that maybe they're a little bit more than friends.
3: And is that is that something they were trying to acknowledge in this new movie by making it explicit that Keegan-Michael Key and, and Tom Jane were a thing? They, yeah, did, well that's, they,
0: they that's what I wondered if it... If that's a reference back, is that back what they were going for? I don't know. No, that, was, that was what
3: I thought.
1: No, what they were yeah. going for in the new one with Thomas Jane and King Michael Key was that when Key snapped and attacked, did you catch it? When he snapped and attacked his own guys in the um, tank, the only survivor was Thomas Jane, is what they said. And that's what gave him the, like, Tourette's, hmm. the, the trauma from that. So they they were tied together through that. It, I don't think they were going for lovers there. And yeah. based on everything that's happened since, I highly doubt Jesse Ventura would play a character who was gay. Well, he
0: he he by the time you get to that in the script, he's sort of out of the movie. So they might not you know what they I mean? might like, not have told Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Jesse, by the I way, just wonder, like it, like you watch that scene again. And it's when Mac is – like, Jesse's been killed and his body is in the in the body bag and, and Mac is just sort of looking at the stars and he's like, oh, I remember when we went here and, yeah, we're the best and I'm going to kill that guy that got you and all that sort of stuff. And then Arnold comes over he's like, hey, good, ready, we're going and all this sort of stuff. And they talk about – he says, like, oh, he was a good soldier and then Mac goes, oh, he was my friend. Like, he pauses. Yeah. So it's like, is he sort of about to say something and they go, oh I- – I honestly
1: think if you, look I at the, if you look at the time period this was filmed in, I think they were just going for the emotional connection of soldiers. It, it, it doesn't fit with this time. It's, the a, it's a very
3: 2018 reading of, yeah. uh, of this movie. But yeah. I, I guarantee you that somebody has put this question to Jesse Ventura, and he's probably gotten mad about it. Kick someone in the chin. yeah. yeah. I can imagine yeah. it would be super funny if Jesse Ventura only
2: showed up for his scenes shooting the predator and then shows up at the premiere and finds out that it's supposed to be some kind of love interest uh, that they cut the, <laughs> it, did it on the editing floor.
0: That would be, be great. they would lose his shit. He'd be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Minnesota. That's all he <laughs> just keeps saying. <laughs> you, you uh, but, Jesse's
1: going to be Sasha Baron Cohen's next victim.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh. Jesus. Well, <laughs> I just wanted yeah. it's not good. You really guys said we're this aware of hard that to sort of that fan theory but yeah it could have just been like bill Duke, who's mac it could have just been something that he added in there himself or he may have just overacted that line as well I, like he's, I think done a that's, sh- he's done a shatner in, same, in the sense i think
1: that's way more plausible than <laughs> them having a you know kind of pronounced but unspoken gay love affair in a movie that was filmed in the 80s it just doesn't yeah it, it wasn't a thing then to do it's it's a like Tim said, it's a 2018 reading of that.
3: But you can the, the thing is though is that the fact that we can read that into this movie now kind of helps it, I think, stay the test of time a little more. That we can that we can dissect mm-hmm. these characters and say so, like, you know, this is this is not just a bunch of bros like j- jacked yeah. up bros from the 80s. No, wait a but, second
2: though. But hold on, there are words used in the original Predator that they would never dare use in a 2018 yeah. film.
0: Yeah. The f word exactly. for gay
2: people. Would not be used, and it was in the '80s that in in action films that word was thrown around like.
3: And it was, and it's Jesse Ventura it's, who says it. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Maybe maybe they're, they're, they're setting it up early. I don't know.
0: Yeah, even he is a sexual Richard tyrannosaurus.
3: Well. Like, what? You can't stop him.
0: Yeah, and they're listening to Little Richard as well. So <laughs> nice reference. Uh, I I do like how the team is kind of picked off one by one is very sort of reminiscent of like you guys familiar with, uh, there's an Agatha Christie story. It's called, and then there were none. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. It used to have a different literary
2: brick in our window.
0: Yeah. It it used (laughs) to have a different title, um, which yeah, again, you know, if you look it up, that will never happen again. And (laughs) it nor should it, but, um, it is that kind of like one by one, they' sort of the the team is sort of taken out in a sense. Uh, but the, this team is, is um it's definitely like, they're not the standard red shirts. Like they're, they have a name and a character, all that kind of stuff. So it, it, it's, it, they're very memorable. So you do kind of care about them when they uh, get, get killed off, I guess, especially, um, like we said, Mac. And then Carl Weathers has a couple of, like a baby face, heel turn baby face turn again. So He's big show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: So. I still so, remember, uh, I, I can never get over Carl Weathers from Arrested Development playing the uh, the acting teacher who will just do anything <laughs> to get more money out of it. I guess when they were making Arrested Development, they were like, they, they didn't want to like embarrass Carl Weathers by making him look like he was so hard up for cash. But Carl Weathers thought it was funny, so he just went with it. <laughs> yeah.
0: And happy gilmore as well you can't, you can't uh,
3: that was <laughs> good. that was a good rule
0: yeah uh i i find like yeah that first movie it's pretty much perfect i think it's got it's got that great three-act structure structure in a sense the first act sets everything up the second one is all the guys getting picked off and then the third act is that we spoke about the big sort of arnold climax at the end so yeah i, I don't I don't think there's many sort of action movies in general better than Predator, Uh, but, but yeah, I just wonder how you guys, uh, are you guys up to speed on, on sort of the other films? Like Vance, I'm I'm assuming you've seen Predator 2 and AVP and all that, as we spoke about before. Yeah, I've seen all of them.
4: I, I do remember quite a bit about Predator 2. I actually really like that movie Um, with Danny Glover. And, and of course that's where I really, I guess that's really where Gary Busey came out into my world as from that movie. So that that,
0: predator two and point break, I think was a lot of people's, uh, yeah. Gary Busey, introductions. Yeah. yeah, Gary Busey, but, and he was kind of
4: the, I, he was like the FBI DEA agent type of guy who was running everything and, you know, very serious, but had his, his dark humor going all the time, you know, everything. Mm. And, and it's, it's kind of funny because, the other comic relief out of that was uh, uh, was Bill Paxton, yeah, because he he was actually working with Danny Glover and, and kind of the comic relief in that whole thing. So, um, but I, I mean, it was it was cool that it was actually in a city setup now instead of being in the jungle, and seeing how the predators, you know, were able to use buildings and uh, you know camouflage to be able to. I mean fire escapes yeah. things like that how you know it was it, just a different setup to where seeing them in a different environment and how they use that so i, I actually quite liked predator 2 even though i don't think it had really the greatest reviews or anything at that time but
0: yeah i i i like the second one once it sort of gets going like once Danny glover sort of gets to that meat storage plant with where they're trying to catch the predator in the in that sort of uh, facility, what you said with Gary Busey and stuff, and then right where they had the, the cold suits to, on, so you couldn't yeah. see. And, and that, from there that's, on, it, it's pretty good.
4: Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of interesting too, is that you know the predators can see in different scopes, so it's mm. not just that they're thermal, because um, they could see at that point I'm, what it was that he was looking through, but he could see the light that came off their flashlights.
0: Mm. Yeah, and everything. He, he so um, traces it back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Predator Two has the first sort of crossover tease as well, because that's the first time there's anything with, that I can remember of them of the aliens Predator uh, mashup, because the alien skull is in the the big trophy cabinet at the true, end. True, true, yeah, on yeah. the ship. That's sort of when people were like, "Oh my God, what the fuck?" So, <laughs> people yeah. And it's part. kind of funny. Bill Paxton
4: played in both, so he played in Aliens and he played in Predator Two.
0: Yeah, Day he's been over, killed. Man. He's yeah, been killed.
4: Over,
0: he's <laughs> been killed by. He's been killed by aliens. He's been killed by a predator, and he's been killed by a Terminator as well.
4: True, Yeah, That's, that's true.
0: Because he's yeah, he's one of the, one of the punks in the first Terminator. So. But uh, what about the? Um, I mean, we spoke about the Alien v Predator movies. They're a bit hit and miss, really. I thought the first one was better than it sort of had a right to be. Um, but the <laughs> second one is a bit eh. I, I do respect the second one in a sense that AVP Requiem because I mean that movie takes no prisoners and gives zero fucks it's like they went fuck it let's do all the shit that most films don't who cares like there's a little kid at the start he gets a face hugger and then it bursts out of him and kills him like <laughs> just straight up wow. we're just um, gonna kill a
2: kid let's go yeah, yeah.
0: The, the, the love interest like slash hot blonde girl of the movie just sort of gets randomly killed like a red shirt out of nowhere. And there's a scene where the there's that predator alien hybrid thing. It attacks pregnant women in a hospital ward and you think like, Oh, that's bad. But then later after they're all dead, the fucking fetuses inside them like pop out and they're fucking aliens now as well it's like jesus christ like what what wow. the fuck is happening in this movie so i kind of got to you, see you, this yeah, now yeah. I, I
3: haven't seen i haven't seen that one and i haven't seen predators um but wait a second how high was
2: everybody in that writer's room mm. to not reject any of these ideas
0: it like there's a pregnant woman in the bed in the hospital and the predator alien thing, like I don't know, attacks her. Like I don't even bites want to her hear or that, whatever. And it pumps, it pumps like eggs down her throat, type thing. And then later on, you are like, oh, you know what your dead. mom and the alien <laughs> have <to come> in common? <laughs>
2: Pretty much. So, the, so made, there yeah. was a so there was an assistant producer going, yeah, give me more of that.
3: Let me have. Well, no, that, they that sounds to, good. They had to make this movie. They, they had to follow up Alien versus Predator, which like. They, with Alien vs. Predator, they just were going hard on those two brands. Like yeah. that was what was going to sell the movie because they didn't really have any name actors in that movie or anything. But then uh, I think with the second one, they didn't have they didn't have the budget. There's like there's nobody you've heard of in the cast except for like one dude from True Blood. And <laughs> like it's I mean yeah so so they had to they had to do something and I guess it's cool that they A- <laughs> that A- they A- just A- went A- crazy A- with it cash grab.
0: Like it's not great, but at least they went fuck it. We're just gonna we're just gonna, okay. go. we're just gonna go for it. It's like Jesus. I yeah. mean this you've that be commended for at least trying something. That
2: scenario to me means that the nephew of the head of the studio was the executive producer and he was given carte blanche. They're like, Timmy, you just make this film, you do whatever you want. Uh, here's a couple hundred million dollars, go have fun. He's like, Thanks, Uncle. And he goes yeah. off and he makes this movie. <laughs>
0: And, and Tim, you mentioned uh, Predators, which is the Adri- Adrian Brody one. That's that's got some good stuff in it. It's got some dumb stuff. It's I, I do like the general concept of it, where they bring instead of going to the planets, they bring people to their planet or a a planet anyway uh, that's like a game reserve in a sense to hunt them. Like it was a good yeah. idea. It just sort of didn't really come off.
3: The cast on Predators is fucking amazing, man. You got Lawrence Fishburne. You got Walton Goggins. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Marshall. Yeah, Ali. but they're not.
0: It's a good cast, but they're not good in it.
1: Ah. <laughs> it's like
2: a DC film. Oh, yeah. if they just give them a bad script and a shit ton of money. <laughs> and it,
0: it yeah, it, it, it tries very hard, and it, it does have some some good elements to it. But yeah, I don't know. It's not bad. Like if you haven't hey, seen it, I, I when you're on a multi film
2: contract, it. sometimes you have to take some crap scripts, and you just got to get them done.
0: That's it. Sometimes you make reindeer games.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: reindeer games are so good.
3: It's so much fun. Yeah, I, I like it. I like what, it. Just... What do you say to Santa's dwarves? Oh, man. yeah. It's
1: better than batflex. Dude, <laughs> there was...
2: Reindeer Games was so bad that, that even Ben Affleck made fun of himself in it in, in, in several, uh, in the next two Kevin Smith films.
3: It's, it's, re- it's really fun to go back and watch <laughs> Reindeer Games, though. We're, like, yeah. we're talking about great Christmas movies, Reindeer Games. Is, remember, do, it's do, like sometimes you make the Christmas wait, film, it, then Chris you make he? the art
2: film. Then you do the film where you have to help pay a friend back who helped you when you were in college. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Didn't uh, yeah, that's that that's movie give us the that first, back, right? first appearance of Charlize around naked? Wasn't that Ranger Games*? She's at
3: my no. Well, mm. she was she was naked in like two days in the valley, which was. What? I, 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 don't I don't know why. Mr. I don't I <laughs> yeah. I just wanna. I just I went to college with Adam
4: Hess. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: um.
1: Oh, I wish you could see yeah. Jared's face in my face. Just stop and stare at Tim.
3: Just like. What the hell? I can tell the whole story of why I remember this because I, <laughs> I, I remember ahead. I remember watching Two Days in the Valley, but then but then like um, like because because you know I was I, was, I was like a, a teenager and had not at that point seen a lot of movies with nude scenes, and I was like, oh hey, boobs. And then I think later on I learned that Charlie Theron was the chick who was in that, and yeah, but did but I don't rewind. Like, I can't verify this. Did you rewind? What? Of did course, dude. I, 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 I was a fucking teenager, man. <laughs>
2: It was, was, yeah, yeah, to it was, yeah. was it VHS or was it DVD? Yeah. It was VHS. Oh, so that was a bad. Pause. Just some
3: blockbuster shit. <laughs> this is also also fuck the current wave of nostalgia for blockbuster. Blockbuster, like they, they were an evil place. They, sucked they were the them. only game until yeah. They, yeah. Did you ever meet a nice
2: blockbuster employee? They were all condescending shits.
3: All of them. Every everything was overpriced. They were always gouging you on late fees. Hollywood
1: Video is better
3: i video Hollywood was better video
2: was better there were oh there were a couple of little like little guys. apparently there's this big company that's out in the midwest it's huge in like alaska and the midwest where they have a like, really crappy uh internet it's like the major it's called usa video or
3: something like that but it's like don't don't cry for blockbuster just enjoy the fucking golden age we're living in because it's really nice you can have amazon like bring you candy while you're watching the movie, if you want, yeah. do you remember? I, when, I, I, when I miss the video store
0: just... experience though, where you would go down it. Like, there are so many movies that I had watched that I would never have seen if the guy from my local video store hadn't been like, Hey, Greg, have you seen this one? I think you'd like it. You know, like, he, he slips Bing, Greg that video of
1: himself <laughs> masturbating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so many, Greg, I think you'll like well, it. Greg, his two from Days America in the
2: Valley.
0: recommended Two Days in the Valley. <laughs> 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 Um, go to but, yeah, like 43. Big Lebowski and Frequency and movies like that. Like, I would never have seen them if my video store guy hadn't been like, oh, you know, here you go. Vince,
4: so I, I do north. miss that.
0: Like, it's it's Friday or it's Saturday. You go down to the video store and, and look for stuff. So, but anyway, yeah, yeah I agree. Blockbuster are now complaining that other other bigger businesses have, have essentially, like, killed them off, which is exactly what they did to all the Mar and Pa video stores. So,
1: but vance you were in the middle of nowhere did you guys even have blockbuster
4: no we actually had what matt was talking about it's called video usa yep which is supposed to be like a super friendly like group of people well it's it's a mom and pop store is exactly what we're talking about here it wasn't i mean half the size of a blockbuster they're like billionaires now you know that I have no clue. No, seriously. Well, they, a, they kept the lights on when nobody else cared. Yeah, but
1: that's where Sam's parents are. It it would cost, like, she, her parents quoted it was like hundred grand to run uh, cable internet to their house. Yeah. There's wow. so, so, and satellite's stupid. So you can't even, like, get reasonable internet there. So, you know, yeah. torture for me when Gr- I go.
4: Growing <laughs> up, uh, we only had the three channels, the three, you know, network channels, ABC, CBS, and NBC. That's all we ever had. If you wanted more than that, you had to get a satellite dish. The big, yeah, the, the big, ones the that, big yeah. satellite, the digits.
2: one that you can like touch with, like you can touch out to the, like the far reaches of the galaxy. If you needed. To. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I had friends that had those. I didn't, but I had friends that did.
2: See, that's where those friends that had those gigantic satellites. Those are the ones that had access to good porn. Not watching no, two the, days in the they, rally. They I didn't
3: even have cable. I didn't have HBO. <laughs> Um, HBO which is discontinuing it's late night that's what people should be uh, sad about not, Wait, not right? blockbuster video really? yeah they're, they're, they're getting rid of it
1: well, it's, it's kind of been relegated to a dark corner on the HBO Go app and yeah. stuff. And, like, they're not actually showing it. And, well, and nobody's,
3: like, nobody's watching it on the HBO Go app because you have to share that app with your parents. Yeah, yeah everybody's <laughs> sharing that with family Somebody you know, wants, like, resume watching, <laughs> like, uh, hey, hey, uh, Sex Over I mean, or, Bono or why, whatever.
1: Why were you watching Real Sex episode 24?
3: It was, be- it was because I didn't get to watch it as a kid. It's one of those things. It, 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 <laughs> I never got to see Real Sex as a, as a child. And now, like, there's no real reason for me to watch it. But it's like, God damn it, I'm going to sit down to watch real it sex twenty four
2: one of the saddest moments to see what sex was like in 80 s and 90s yeah it wasn't it wasn't good
3: <laughs> <laughs> We really took this
2: on a nerd tangent oh, yeah. Wow no, so, sure. yeah. you know yeah, why you know what it is that go app where nobody wants you to go into that's that little room in the back of the freaking video store with <laughs> the the curtains that you what? were never allowed to go back into what the <laughs> With the velvet they, curtains. They yeah. didn't even have that at Blockbuster. You, you
1: know what the difference between your mom and that little back animal is? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can just get through the curtains Dude.
2: <laughs> that kind of place, this this me this is getting good, so good that I don't think you need a punchline anymore. Just, setup. <laughs> just go with the setup. Just go with the setup. it's it's, the new that's what she said you know what that's gonna work that's gonna I I can see that doing going for at least three or four episodes
0: how do you guys what do you guys think about when they announced the new this new Predator movie like I I wanted I wanted if it was a good idea I was sort of iffy on it until they said it was um, Shane Black and then I was like oh great okay I'm on board now
3: because back then people didn't know that he liked to cast sex offenders in his movies
0: well yeah (laughs) that's true I
1: think I, I I don't know that after watching Iron Man three, I went, "Oh, Shane Black, I'm excited."
3: No, but, uh, I, I, I was excited. Iron Man three is the highest grossing Iron Man for whatever that's worth, was... because it's a Chinese propaganda film. What? 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 It's a yeah, man.
1: This is some This uh, like, is some four chain DC like like
3: Transformers there. four. These are Chinese propaganda films. They're they they they're there to like make the Chinese government look good. And Turn, so, we're turning down so this a, road. So it's a big opening sand. in China because um, only the Chinese can cure Tony Stark of his heart thing. Like, you know, it's it's a, it's, it's a small yeah. thing, but also, um, like in Transformers, Whoa. Age, of, it's, it's like the end of Iron Man 3 when he gets you know, he gets cured. They, they didn't they,
1: even make it clear that that was Chinese. Oh, no, this it's, is some this this is is 4chan sure there's DC a, there's, a fan Chinese, the
3: there. there's a Chinese cut, I'm sure, that has more, more to it than that. But there's, yeah.
1: Is this what you DC fanboys sit all time? Do you, I don't I don't spend, how much time do you
3: spend on Reddit? Oh, another crazy thing is 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 a uh, fan Bing Bing has completely disappeared. No one knows where she is. Oh, that I heard about. Yeah, that I heard about. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, because because she might not be paying taxes on the on her like film earnings in China. That or she became a Scientologist. Oh, oh. Huh? <laughs> they don't let
1: Scientologists in China, bro. But Scientologists <laughs> don't let their women out, so there's no, that's that too. true.
2: Yeah I don't, Dude, think, I, think, I, I don't think I think I don't think blame Scientologists. I, I've for gone down me. so many roads with you, Tim, but I don't think I can go down this road.
3: Well no, I'm not I'm not connecting the two, but I'm saying that like there's there's a lot of money in making a film palatable um, to the Chinese government, so that you can have a big opening in China. See, see. And they did it with Iron Man three. And if you go, are back you and giving watch...
2: this the Crazy Rich Asians treatment? Is that what? you're No, did no, no, this? no, Crazy Rich,
3: Crazy Rich Asians is like is is a whole different thing. It's a movie where like they made a movie that where representation matters. It's not that's not the same thing at all. Um, Tim, Tim is on some like
1: conspiracy in, bullshit. In, oh trans- God, in Transformers, in on. Transformers
3: Age of Extinction, they make this big show of Chinese government readiness. When the when the, the Chinese like deploy their air force to take on the Decepticons or whatever, it's 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 in there and it's weird. But okay. this, okay. I'll this give is you the why these movies. One. Yeah, and Iron, Iron Man Three is the same way. They yeah. make a big deal about Chinese oh, medicine being but the only thing. To
1: they made fun of the fucking Mandarin, called the Mandarin. I don't think that was a Chinese fanboy fucking thing. <laughs> you
2: talking about. I don't the, think it translates.
1: You're, you're, yeah. you're talking about the palbo what, Chinese. What, what are you Maybe referring DC can to make a movie channel... So, they yeah.
3: uh, he has in the end of the movie, he decides he doesn't want to be Iron Man anymore. He says that and he goes and has the surgery, but he goes to China to do it. And there's oh, okay. a there's a Chinese version of the movie or something where they make a bigger deal about it. And he says a line like, "I I, I never could have done this without China or something like that." Thank, it's, God, it's, for China. Yeah. thank, thank <laughs> God for China. Thank God for China. It's, it's, and a, it's and the a, extra parts they pulled out of the
2: prison. It's a it's a, it's a simple
3: thing, <laughs> but it's pure propaganda. Dude, awesome. okay. I'm not I'm not trying to get so too big said, with the conspiracy uh, theory, okay. but also like a lot of movies now are financed by Chinese companies. That's where I'll go with
2: you. Because I know Alibaba, the owner of Alibaba, put up a shit ton of money, has now a movie fund. Yeah. But I didn't think that that was one of the movies they funded. I, no, I don't know. It wasn't.
3: There wasn't. There was. it's, a, there it's been it has it's been, it's been, it's been since then, since they've been making these movies, pandering to, like, basically the Chinese government. It's not, it's not they don't, they're don't they not doing it for Chinese people. They're doing it for the government. Did you look it up? I, I swear, Alibaba's funding a movie. We went to see a movie together and they had Alibaba Productions. Oh, I can't remember what. So I will go with There was, that. Like, um, that was like, Kong Skull Island had, like, Ten Cent Productions in the opening credits. Yeah. That's a big Chinese company. Um I like it's it's not it, I mean it's all I'm saying is like the there's a reason Iron Man 3 was the highest grossing Iron Man and it's because they did that.
2: Not because did. it's the best
3: Iron Man. Dude, if that was downright true, there would
2: be so many American filmmakers willing to give up 15 minutes of their movie to Chinese patronage it's, it's be able to fund it because I mean they got the money. The, the Chinese government has the money to make films if they're willing to do it.
4: Tim's just Here you go. DC's Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, Star Trek Beyond. I just looked them up, what, what their movies are.
1: They're, they're all I mean, they, those Are games. those Alibaba
4: movies, fans? Those are Alibaba movies, See? yeah.
1: Wait, was it Mission Impossible? We saw
2: that. I was like, hey, that's an Alibaba movie. Maybe.
4: The Rogue Nation one. Not yeah. the recent one, but the Rogue Nation one is, yeah.
2: Those homeboys are making money. Okay, then what's that one? Like? Why what? would you call a movie Rogue Nation and then have it not be about the Chinese? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
4: Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
2: Well, that one was because of Eric, but we'll talk about that later. But that's—I mean—that's—it's
4: <laughs> it's
3: the reason I think that they've made so many Transformers movies. Like, there's no other way to explain why the hell we have five of them and going on six.
2: Do you know how many Predator affiliated films
3: plus a miniseries the out follow. there?
4: Yeah. There's Sorry. A- the new—the new mission. They're in all the Mission Impossible movies.
1: But just because, so there's a thing where you're conflating, okay, it has a Chinese tie to, it's pandering to the Chinese government and like, we're down a rabbit hole that's like, okay, films are supposed to do well internationally. You're just mad. DC can't make a movie that does well anywhere.
3: I think Suicide Squad couldn't even open in China. They wouldn't allow it. And um... Bless the Chinese government. Yeah.
0: Well... But to, to be, but be fair, DC made movies made money. They just didn't make yeah. as much money as they wanted to. And they weren't not, too They're much not Marvel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyway, let's stick to the, the Predator movie. Yeah, I don't know where I was like really, um, really yeah.
3: going with that. Other than other than uh, talking about Shane Black's uh, directorial history credits. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but I, one, they did once they said that it was Shane Black that was because they are going to write and direct it. I was I was a lot more uh, on board than I would have been if it was just some guy. You know, Roland Emmerich or someone. <laughs> so, Roland Emmerich. Yeah. The, pre- the Predator
3: is actually just a natural disaster.
0: Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, we got this guy, uh, you know, I think his name's Zack Snyder. Oh. <laughs> no, no, we don't need him. <laughs> or Brett Ratner. He could do Predator. Oh, fuck. No. Anyway. But yeah, I, I thought that the first half of this new movie was Pretty great. Like, I, I, I thought that, uh, like, the tone and the, they, they brought back the music and, and used it really well, similar to the first movie, and the way the Predators are portrayed. Like, I, I thought it was a good follow on from sort of if you just went Predator, Predator 2, and then this movie, I think it sort of flowed pretty well. It's only when they got to that, where they, wherever it was, that all the, the team was hiding out on the farm or, or wherever they were in the stables or something, it kind of, that's where it started to lag for me. And then the third act is kind of just—it wasn't bad, but it was just kind of standard, fare, I guess. So, yeah, was,
3: but yeah was, I still, I dumb, still liked it. It got dumb quickly, I think. Yeah.
0: Just the yeah, the, uh, I, I, so I just thought like the, the like, I like the idea that the team was being hunted because it had technology that the other predator, like whatever hierarchy, didn't want human beings to have. Like, that's a cool little idea. They're not just hunting them for hunting's sake, but. I, I did feel that sort of the movie kind of got uh, I don't know towards the end, and and it was like oh we haven't killed off all the team yet, so then they just kind of sort of haphazardly sort of snuffed him out like um, uh, Nebraska I think was his was his name in the movie, like his death it was just like oh we don't know what to do with him oh I know he he can just dive into the engine and crash it crash the ship like that'll that'll do oh, just yeah. that was some of the sort of. I don't know, like I, but I did like the characters. So, yeah, you guys sort of generally positive or negative on the, the new movie?
3: Yeah, I think they, they were compelling characters, and they do kind of present you know mental illness in a compassionate way to as as a way to sort of help us identify with these characters. And I and like to me, you've got you've got these guys, and it's much easier to see these guys kind of wrestling with the effects of having been in war than it is to watch, like, the first couple episodes of Netflix's The Punisher. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag not my Punisher. Fucking my Punisher is Tom Jane over here.
0: Shouting (laughs) shouting out whatever comes into his head. I knew we'd fucking talk about this. (laughs) But yeah, the movie certainly earned its R rating with the new Super Predator as well. Like, it just... Ripped people to bits. <laughs> well,
2: that was pretty great. That was pretty fantastic, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. That was so well done that it, it it caused laughs. Come on, there was a couple of those head rips and those couple of those those marks that you're just like, oh, oh, that was yeah. good. Yeah. All they, right, they,
1: they really kept the tone very light in this movie, and I was kind of mm-hmm. surprised at how much joking there was and how you know Sam didn't come because she was worried it was going to be too. Go- gory like it was going to take what happened in the original predator movie which we watched and just be another level of visceral reaction of like how graphic it would be and really they just it wasn't that graphic and it was more comedy like and even like when um tom jane key are dying like it's like yeah. Exactly that graphic, like they're not like that overacting the blood and stuff, and they just go raise their guns and kill each other. I
3: mean, you, you get a couple of you expect a good level of gore from Predator movies too, because that's also where the yeah. where the bar has been set. Like you know, Predator Two, we see a guy get his spine ripped out. Um, well, every nearly
0: every Predator movie,
3: yeah, has that <laughs> yeah. Um. So so we expect you know we expect them to show us some like some gore we've never seen before. I don't know if this movie actually does that. But, the, I mean, the gore is kind of persistent throughout. You know, we see a disemboweled dude right in the beginning dripping blood onto a cloaked predator.
0: Yeah, and when uh, Keegan-Michael Key gets shot or whatever, it is, you do see, like, his guts got kind of a half hanging out as well before he dies or before they shoot each other. So, but yeah. So you, um, th- This cast as well, it's kind of like watching the movie. I felt like... You're watching the movie and it's full of people where you go, oh, it's them. It's that guy. Oh, it's her. Yeah, like, like Olivia Munn, obviously we spoke about her, but she, she isn't really sort of famous for anything major in particular. Like she's in a lot of smaller roles in a lot of things. You know, she's not like, oh, she's from this movie or she's, she's from she's that. Kind of, she's,
3: she's most famous, I think, for Attack of the Show and for Dating Aaron yeah. Rodgers.
0: Yeah. So, like, she's in a lot of stuff. Don't get me wrong. And it's not a knock on her, but it's just like, she's not like, oh, that's so and so from that movie. Like, she's not sort of got a, a name or a, a definitive movie sort of behind her. But I, I thought they might have given her a little bit more to do in this, to be honest. She sort of just, I don't know, runs around with the guys. So I thought, well, like, we've seen the macho army guys take on predators before. I thought they were sort of going to go in a bit of a different spin. Like, well, how does this, like, smart scientist woman to handle the situation but she kind of just sort of does what the guys do as well so yeah but um the the rest of the cast as well like you've got uh boyd holbrook like yeah he's in narcos but i i recognized him as the robot hand guy from logan and (laughs) uh you know we spoke about you know tim your punisher tom jane turns up um, apparently he has Tourette's in this movie as well, because Shane Black has some form of Tourette's uh, in real life. Apparently, so yeah, that's... it causes him
1: to sign signatures on uh, contracts for sex. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, how... Keegan Michael Key, we know him from from his show, of course, and then like you get Alfie Allen turns up, or, or you know Theon Greyjoy. Alfie yeah, Allen has
3: nothing to do. It's like it's like you have to yeah. you have to remind yourself that he was in this movie.
0: He just hangs wait,
1: around.
3: What was he doing? Yeah, uh, he was. He was there. They. He they... was
1: like, did he? Was he having like tech stuff? He he went and helped get the chopper. Get the chopper. But yeah. the choppers in this movie we were
2: bikes. Yeah. But yeah. There was also a... wait. There was also, also where did all the goddamn motorcycles come from? All of a sudden.
1: They were sitting in the parking lot. They ran and got them. They were. You could see the lineup of Indians. I didn't see it. I don't. I did. You, you see missed it, it but yeah, I uh, saw it. Yeah. And, Yeah, they were there. I wasn't,
3: unlike you guys, I'm not watching for the motorcycles.
2: Oh, I was like, why are they all on brand new Indians that are fully, fully polished and fully gassed up just sitting there waiting? Okay, that was the only time I had a stretch in the movie where I had to be. But but it's like, of
3: course, course Alfie Allen is going to be the first guy to get killed off because he he literally is useless. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But then like uh, we said Sterling K. Brown turns up he was obviously he's in This Is Us and he had a little cameo in Black Panther and he was really good in that uh, People vs. OJ Simpson miniseries they did a little while ago but he's a completely different character in this i found than other movies I've seen. He's always sort of like when I've seen him he's always sort of the stoic like smart rational guy whereas in this he was like he was was quite quippy but he is that kind of like Matteo you said he's sort of this weird psychopath government agent type thing.
3: (laughs) It, it almost didn't make sense how much of a dick he was. Like, it, like yeah. to, to achieve his ends, it might have worked better if he had just been nice to everybody.
0: Yeah, I did, I did, I did like him in this, though. I thought it was it was a good role. But he, he died sort of just, like, offhand, too. It was like, what? Yeah. Hang on. Like, blink and you miss it type thing. So it was uh, a, a weird one. Uh, there's also, I like that they brought Jake Busey into the movie as well. Since, yeah. you know, we spoke about Gary Busey being in, in Predator 2, it's sort of the, the following whole, on. <laughs> like Our whole theater kind of marked out for
3: that. Like a lot of people picked that up. It just died. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, and ah. it's his, his character name, like he's, uh, we're. They they try, I think, to make several connections and callbacks to the previous movies to sort of knit this hodgepodge together into a coherent universe. It's a lot of retconning, but but he is supposed to be Jake Busey's, or, uh, Gary Busey's son.
1: It, it, on the Wikipedia page, it actually lists him as that. It's not yeah. like it's an inference. They're saying that, right. that is what's happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm not sure he, he says his name. Is it Travont? Travont Rhodes? Uh, he's in Nebraska in this movie. I thought he was really good, but I, I don't really know him from anything. Do you guys? Are you guys aware of him or what he's from?
2: Other than he looks like Fifty Cent and uh... yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I thought it's... it was at first. I was like, wait, he's in this? Oh, wait, that's not him. Uh, well,
0: Fifty Cent auditioned for it. If that if that helps, did he really? Yeah,
2: he. I think it's... he would have been good. Yeah, what was this guy in? he was his timing, his comedic timing was fantastic.
0: Yeah, he was really good.
1: He was in uh, Moonlight. Who the oh, hell f- Moonlight? Well, it won the Academy Award. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see
2: it. But uh, I figured of all people sitting there, just on like this car, just like every other <laughs> every uh, other uh, Academy Award winner. Like, have you seen it? No, no, no one's actually seen it. He was in Westworld <laughs> at
3: some point. <laughs> as as bachelor.
4: <laughs> so I don't. I watched Westworld. I I don't remember him from Westworld at all.
1: Uh, I don't remember in there. It looks like all his uh, work's been like recently.
0: The the last guy, the uh, the sort of the Bible thumper character there, uh, he was played by Augusto Aguilera. I don't really know him from anything either. But he was quite funny where he's like, oh, look, I made a unicorn and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, he had his moments. <laughs> and then he gets, yeah, his death was another one where I was like, oh, we've got to get rid of this guy. Oh, get his legs chopped off by the spaceship force field and they can just float off into nothing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That was a really shitty way to go.
0: Mm. But you got, how do you feel like I find this movie it's cast or it's, it's characters like they did. a. It's the closest job to repeating what they did in that first movie where all the characters are are quite unique and and they've got good moments and they have their own little characters and stuff like that. Like uh, much more than, than the other films, I thought, like you actually like give a shit about these characters. Like no, you said, Jared, about how um, uh, Keegan, Michael Key, and, and Thomas Jane, their their characters sort of had a connection and, and stuff like that. They sort of filled filled everybody in.
3: I expected them all to die the whole time.
4: Yeah, well, they've got to but, all well, die. it's kind of a
0: predator movie, that's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: What, was, what was what really stood out for me was just how much this didn't have the star. Like, it didn't have somebody that you'd go, I'd go see a movie for that person. Like, they cast all these guys that fit the roles well, but nobody seems like, you know, like a film carrying star. Like, You know, you could argue that in the first movie, you could have made a movie around Schwarzenegger, around Carl Weathers, even around Jesse, and you would have had name recognition. It didn't really exist with this movie, like it didn't well, have.
3: I, I think that's, but I mean, like Sterling K. Brown is sort of an emerging superstar, like Keegan Michael Key is, is everywhere how many people could look stuff. at him
1: and tell him his name without having to go to Google? I, I mean, I, I,
0: that's not necessarily his name, but I think yeah, they'd be like, yeah. oh, he's it's
1: it, he's an oh, star. that guy, I like that yeah. guy. I mean, he's, everybody,
4: yeah. everybody sees Tom Jane and they're like, fuck Yeah, the Punisher, yeah. But that, that's, you're right. I mean, if, if anybody was going to look at who's was cast in this, it would have been, I recognize Olivia Munn or Thomas Jane. Yeah. Those are the two names that are going to stick out more than anybody else in this, in this Even film. Even
1: Alfie Allen, you know, because there's so many, you know, Game of Thrones yeah. nerds. But, True. you know, you'd expect like if they were really trying to redo this well i'm sure they offered him the role but the rock was just too busy to come in oh and the rock that. the
3: rock couldn't he he, he they had to they'd have to give to some like maybe cena or maybe like some some, some le- like more you off. wouldn't give it to the rock i'm it not is. saying i'm not saying you don't give it to the rock i'm saying the rock would never do it they actually. Um, wait, I want remind wait. you that he did Rampage
1: and he's done Doom. I don't think so he, this is. He a, no, no, no. Doom was a lifetime ago. You can't,
4: you can't like lump Doom into, he and. He just where... did Rampage this year. Yeah, but
3: Rampage was one where like that movie was like meant to be a vehicle for him to what? A
4: vehicle uh, to get yeah, you know, on film? He's, he's way past that, I think. Way past. He's that.
3: still. I mean, he's still like the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Of course. Like you don't. You don't. Yeah. You're not you do not you are not going to get him to do Predator. But um, really, some, what,
1: have you seen Rock's <laughs> INBP? You're going to get I think you there'd be pretty more, much everything you can fit in his schedule.
0: I think there'd be more prestige in a Predator movie than Rampage. By, I, I'm the same way. I thought yeah. that was a
4: shit movie. You but just the it? concept of it
0: wait, wait, as like. Well. Wait, 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 Vince, saw He did
3: Baywatch. It? We're ending this. He did Baywatch. Uh, well, he no, no. What, yeah,
1: what I'm saying, i There are
4: reasons. He does I
0: mean, well, I'm, are I'm just, I'm just saying that like I mean, they, they would blow the, the whole
3: year. production budget on The Rock. Like The Rock was like an executive producer on Baywatch. Like he was very invested in that. And like, yeah, it was a I I mean, I didn't see it, but nobody, he nobody saw it, nobody liked it. Sky Plus, scraper. if someone
0: comes to you and says, "Would you like to be in a Baywatch movie?" you say yes. Yeah, yes. it's You'd as simple it. as that. Yeah. First, like, oh,
2: first off, you look man, in the mirror and man. see how good you look shirtless, No, you say no, yes.
1: No. The first question is, is who's the Pam Anderson? Who's role? Pam That's Pam Anderson? the
3: first question. I mean, not, does, it, but does it matter? I mean, like they're gonna they're <laughs> gonna find you somebody to be in the Pam Anderson role, and it's gonna be good. Like, well, to, my my next question would be, wait, didn't
1: she just play my
3: daughter in another movie? Oh. See, that was that's where it got a little weird. Wait, what? What? Did you? Yeah. Yeah, oh, the, I the, see, the, this is why my, I don't watch
2: this movie. This is, honestly, dude, I probably wouldn't have gone to see Predator had Jared not
1: said, "Hey, let's go see Predator." Yeah,
4: but yeah. I don't think Jared was going to see Predator unless I said it. <laughs> but you,
1: said it like Greg, you and Greg were like tied for, "Are we doing Predator?" It's like, I guess we're doing Predator. And we're having making. watched it, <laughs> having spent the evening, there was a very enjoyable evening.
2: That's what I didn't expect from this movie. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. But, but yeah. Boyd boy, boy Holbrook,
3: the guy that they got to lead this movie felt very much like an interchangeable leading man. Like he could have been uh, yeah. uh Garrett Hedlund from Toronto you, Legacy you know or I What's was, his face from uh, Pacific Rim.
1: You know who else I would have expected there?
3: Renner. Yeah, yeah. Think Renner would have been Yeah,
1: oh, maybe have been better. I think it would have been better. I think you know it, it, you didn't go with a guy who was a body guy like that. Wait okay, who didn't, Okay,
2: you know, let's step out of a reality for a second, just again. Dude, how did his wife know his entire military detail to the to the to the letter and point that she
3: did no it it's it's I, I, uh, it's Yvonne she she yeah. can she knows everything she's, <laughs> come, on. She, 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 she's come on she's she's, she's, <laughs> she's just human perfection over here like don't worry just, about, about
1: it <laughs> she
2: listed off there's one of
0: your off, down, of your down under girls Mateo. yeah
2: thank you yeah but she lists off his his resume like she's the the xo on his on his unit and you just kind of stop for a second go, okay, come on. It's really serious. I can tell on. your what? wife would not be able Her to... Her
1: son probably spread that. My wife... People ask my so wife what, what I do all the time. Up. They can't figure out what the fuck I do. Well, nobody can figure out what the fuck you yeah, do. Yeah, assistant yeah. to the Deputy <laughs> County Recorder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've worked with that. He's the keeper of the blue space stone. Come there we go. <laughs> I'd rather
2: be the keeper of the blue space stone. Are you sure it's not the red space stone? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. who knows? <laughs> is that from the porta potty don't
3: tell him he isn't figured out yet.
1: <laughs> well, when it comes to porta potties, I think Tim's the man who needs to be uh, discussing porta potty incidents.
3: Oh no, thanks. <laughs> I was in a, 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 a porta potty when a, my best friend drove a golf cart full speed into the porta potty. Uh. I've got, I've got, I've got some. I'm like, you want to talk about PTSD?
1: <laughs> Tim hasn't been able to yeah. shit normally in porta potty since.
2: <laughs> they talking about not shitting normally.
3: So he he
2: he ingests alien technology like it's no big deal with a shot of tequila or whatever he was drinking.
1: It's Just a fucking marble.
3: That looked pretty big, was, my it friend. I mean, it was almost golf ball size, I thought. Like, yeah. Was, you know what the difference
1: between him and your mom is? <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. Did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: so, oh man, i my mother. <laughs> I'm gonna <just> send <laughs> a link to her <laughs> on her realtor page. Um, oh man, I'm, as if I'm not embarrassing enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's so many. Uh, that's what I think. I like. I like the fact that it was not. It was not. There was no sense of reverence to its to the genre. There was no sense of reverence to its own like roots or founding or thing. They're like, oh, we're just going to just shit on the entire thing. We're going to have fun. Well, they, they made, made jokes
1: about the fact that really oh yeah, they came in 80- eighty seven, no eighty seven and ninety yeah. and everything really like, <laughs> ah! They just listed off all the years the Predators Predator movies came out.
0: Well, yeah. actually, yeah. Predator you know else came Predator in eighty seven came- and ninety seven. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, Jared's mom. <laughs> twice. That's how it's him and a little sister.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I had to swing back. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: One thing with this, I, I always wondered like, it seems like every Predator movie that they made since the first one, they offer a little cameo role to Schwarzenegger to come back as Dutch. And every time he looks at the script and he's like, oh, it's such a little part and he doesn't want to do it. And he doesn't he doesn't sign on. I just think like That's the one thing I want to see again is like Arnold in some sort of Predator universe again. But so long as he's not the main hero of the story, because that time has passed. And also I don't want to see him just get jobbed out or like hand soloed just to make the new Predator look good. But do you guys, are you guys keen to see Schwarzenegger as Dutch in some kind of return to Predator, even if he's just, here he is.
1: I really thought he was going to be, or some version of him was going to be what was in the, Chamber at the end. Yeah, that was that was what I yeah, thought it, too. If it, it was uh, in that uh, chamber, uh, that would
3: have been the Peter's install. I don't know why, but it's like like they 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 made such a big deal about like the slow unveil of what was in that chamber. And I thought it was going to really be something. And it was just like I mean, what it was was fine, I guess, but it it didn't.
4: It was well, a Power the, Ranger scene. Yeah. Here, here's the thing, though. They really set that up for the sequel, and that was a very coffinish-looking pod to where something could still be in there. Yeah, it looked. It looked like it would hold a person. It was shaped just like kind of sarc- sarcophagus type stuff, you know.
0: Yeah. So. And if, yeah,
3: if that had just been, if that had just been Dutch, that would have been
0: fucking amazing. Or <laughs> well, CGI Dutch, like they did in the Terminator movie, right. come, <laughs> With Christian Bale, where like CGI Arnold comes out at the end and he's all young again. <laughs> that would have been cool. Well, I was sitting there. So the why, whole time why would
3: thinking, he do it? Why would he do it for
0: Terminator and not for this movie? Well, that's what I wonder. It's like, well, I guess it's because like the Terminator movies that he's got a main part. I guess he doesn't want to just do a cameo. He wants he wants to be like the hero of the story again, I suppose. Like yeah, he wants think, to be the lead.
1: I think he also gets a financial interest on the Terminator movies. I'm pretty sure he's actually oh. an executive producer or something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that, that makes a lot of
3: sense. And probably he's, he's been cut out of the rest of the Predator franchise mm. beyond his first movie.
0: I remember just with that that like pod scene i'm think sitting there thinking and they're like here we go this is what you need to stop the predators and i thought if this fucking thing opens and it's like three or four fucking alien eggs like fuck this movie that was the then... other, that was the other
3: thing that i thought it was going to be was like alien <laughs> it eggs. was alien yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah, I, I mean because oh, yeah. it it makes yeah, a lot of is... sense but but it's like they've already got pyramids full of alien eggs down I would South have America. Loved to
2: watch tim scream at the, at the screen the very end of the
3: movie <laughs> just come I, on i don't know how i would have reacted to that it,
0: uh, just you're quiet. hoping that uh yeah. shane from walking dead jumped out of it weren't you and he's like i'm the punisher bitch <laughs> 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 It's your fucking
3: shane you're just shane
0: yeah but it, it i mean it, vance is right it does sort of set up a sequel i guess but now it's like what so now we've got a like a uh, uh, uh what's Death what landing. they call that? like a what symbiotic cybernetic a suit. suit that sort of now we're going to get iron man predator killer yep. i guess yeah. like yeah i don't know what i mean i don't know if this movie's going to make enough money or or be uh it, it's not doing well like rotten tomatoes and stuff like it's, that and but... it's
3: underperforming at the at the box office and it's like early couple yeah. of nights too it's a, it's a fun movie though and and if you're you know if you have any interest in a predator movie it's gonna scratch the
0: itch I think yeah I, I enjoyed it like we said it yeah. is it, it was definitely like you guys mentioned it was definitely funnier than, than I thought it would be but the, the first half of the movie does really seem like a, a, a genuine predator film like I thought oh this is this is really good it just sort of falls away a bit in the second half but that's not uh, in no way is it a bad movie. It's yeah, not. It doesn't, it doesn't um, Jurassic completely. World fallen kingdom. You know?
3: <laughs> it doesn't completely shit the bed, but it it, it does really kind of sputter out. <laughs> Those mixed
2: metaphors are a little. Yep. <laughs>
1: yeah. you, know, you know what this movie your little... mom haven't come. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they sputter out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, so where do we go from here? Like, is there anything you guys? want to see from a new predator movie or what would you what would you do if you were like Jared let's let's do another Olivia one we'll,
2: well yeah always <laughs> more money
3: at the end does she just just jump on it and stab it in the eye that's her whole plan
0: that's what i mean before where it was like oh let's let, let, let you know, now Olivia Munn's in the movie. She's meant to be this smart scientist and all that kind of thing. But then she doesn't really uh, – like, I thought, oh, she's going to come at the Predators in a different way. Like, oh, let's let's sort of be more, I don't know, scientific about it or come up with some kind of – not a weapon, but some sort of uh, – like, oh, if we use this on them and then that, like, it might be like a some sort of frequency that interferes with their helmets or something, you know. But it was just like, nah, I'm just going to jump on them.
3: Right. <laughs>
0: stab a bit and get thrown off. And that's one thing I didn't like about the movie as well. Terminator movies do it a lot as well with these big imposing killers. Like they grab people and just hurl them. And then it's like, oh, no, I've been thrown away because that's sort of the excuse as to how you can survive the encounter with them in that instance. Like really, if if the thing has got a hold of you, wouldn't it just then tear you apart as opposed to throw you six feet across the way? And there was a lot of that in this movie where the the know-nothing soldiers were instantly killed and then the, the main cast were kind of like tossed aside or or bumped over and then killed later. So
3: you're saying you mm-hmm. should have just killed Olivia Munn,
0: like just ripped her in half? No, I just, <laughs> I just think that's what it would have done. I don't think like, it, why is it throwing people? It's like yeah. it would just, and then chase after them, like, come here, I'm going to kill you. It's like, you just had them. And you threw. You, the only reason they're ten feet away from you is because you threw them ten feet away. Like it just kill them.
2: So. Are we going to talk about the dogs?
3: Can we? Can we yeah, rate the dogs? I guess. The the the, the, the was... pit bull is a twelve out of ten. The predator yeah. dog, fifteen out of ten. With the dreads, yeah
0: with the drinks. Is that what 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 is exactly is meant to have happened in that with that second dog? Like is is it because it got shot in the head it kind of just went stupid and It was really like, just for
1: setting up the joke about that he's really bad at yeah, shooting things in the head <laughs>
3: <laughs> But yeah, like did it did it just partially get lobotomized or something or like it didn't really make sense that it would just be friendly after that.
0: I guess it is hanging around Olivia Munn so maybe it's just yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> it did. it turned so but yeah what do you think about uh like going forward vance like we said you you're writing into the well not writing do but you'd read the comics and and stuff like that and and you said that the the movies now are, are sort of taking up a lot of the story ideas from from those comics from from 20 years ago what do you think is there anywhere that like is there anything you think that are oh, they are going to go here with the story
4: I, that's a good question, man. I mean, I mean the fact that we have that suit, that exo suit, at the end. I mean, was that the next uh, Iron Man? But I, I, I don't know. I mean, that that really sets it up for a movie that probably would do better than what we have seen. I, I think. I, I don't know. I when when you want to see that suit in in use? I don't know what what about you guys? But I, I kind of want to see the next Predator if they're actually going to be basing it around that suit, a human using that suit.
1: Yeah, if they they really evolve what the Predators are for the the coming battle, you know, they also, like, weirdly with the whole thing, it was a suit. It's like, well, humanity's coming to an end and it's because of global warming. But the Predators are coming too, so here's a fucking suit. Like, they kind of... It lost the point a little bit there, but I'd be okay if they were trying to do another movie where the Predators have evolved and... We get a new twist on the Predator themselves, which is the reason for the suit.
3: Yeah, see, see, fighting the Predators with a suit should not be what we're trying to do. We should be trying to fix global warming, and that way the Predators won't want the planet. So there should just be a movie about that, and they should call it Truth.
1: Okay, sure, Tim. Truth.
3: Oh, <laughs> I
4: knew you were going so late. I, it, here's the way I kind of saw the suit. I, I thought it came too late, the fact that it only shows up at uh. the evening. Okay? This is where... <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. I
1: almost said it. I almost oh, went there. It was, that was too easy. I was like, "Are we going to do this?" Are we gonna go <laughs> 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 is this is where we're taking this. <laughs> <laughs> we all were on the same train on that one. I'm, I'm drained. You know what the difference between you and your mom is? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the second joke? He gets the mom joke,
2: puts him through the door. What was the next one that got him?
1: I can't remember.
2: The second one was just as good. Yeah. And then they got going.
1: God, it was, it. was I wanted to remember it because it was a good one. So,
2: the one thing I was laughing about of this whole thing is this, it all seemed very Magnificent Seven. Like Seven Samurai, like these misfits can create something great out of this group of shitty people.
0: Yeah, uh, first one. That's just kind of a... Which one? Yeah. yeah. The first movie is a bit like that as well, really. Like it's,
2: but they're still excellent soldiers in yeah. the first one. In the first one, they're still good at what they do. In this one, they none of them were good at what they did.
0: Mm. Well, I guess, yeah. Except they're for unconventional. Him. They're unconventional, yeah. Which, I guess, sort of helped. I guess, like if you you're going up against a predator who, who is, uh, you know, analytical and, and has this sort of perfect uh way of doing things and, and structured attack formations and all this kind of stuff i guess like that's the you you battle that with unconventional thinking which i guess is what they the unconventional think that-
2: thinking was having an advanced alien race that didn't put some type of stopping mechanism where their own weapons would fire back upon them that maybe would have been
1: no friend or foe identification. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. It's, it's, yeah. You know, that they probably they too. probably
3: have their own NRA that is not into those kind of safety <laughs> mechanisms. Like you can't you can't have biometric controls on guns, man. That's a <laughs> violation of the, the predator, predator Second Amendment. Yeah. Well, because honestly, the gun lobby and Predator world. <laughs> can you imagine how fucking powerful they are? They're huge. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they 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 have unlimited resources. Well, and it's I mean their whole culture is
3: just based around shooting shit.
2: It's <laughs> got to be the coolest convention ever. <laughs> We all agree. Yes, we all agree. We're going to put more money into this. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you. Next, uh, next item on video. What are we
3: having for lunch tomorrow?
0: Humans. Humans.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. Well, I, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed th- this new movie. I sort of placed it as a, an entertaining, like part three, I guess if you look at it as that original predator movie then predator two with Danny Glover and then this, that would sort of be the three that I would like watched. Whereas, Yeah, the AVP eh, movies—they're worth seeing. I I recommend if you haven't seen that Requiem one, check it out just because of the absolute, like we said, the 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 balls that the the filmmakers had to just put certain scenes in that movie. But yeah, like I I, I, wouldn't—I—I would say if you want to watch like a bunch of Predator movies, I would just go Predator, Predator, Predator Two, and then this one, The Predator. So um and then yeah the adrian brody one uh, it's worth checking out but i wouldn't sort of i would recommend this new one over it for sure i think ranking
3: ranking number three all time on predator movies is is probably the best anyone should have expected from this movie yeah i think that's pretty it's pretty good that's that's had there
2: been a couple of good cameos had there been a schwarzenegger cameo and a danny glover untooled for this shit cameo you
1: D- well, Danny Glover absolutely should have been like one of the guards on the bus or something like that. That would have been funny. I'm fucking too old for the shit. The bus is yours. O- get, or
2: on. a Donald Glover uh, cameo would have been just as fine. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take a picture of, of you know, Jared's face right now just so you can put it up
1: it's the same book tim gets often I, I know i
3: feel a little i feel a little left out because matt's getting the look and i'm not getting the look it's, yeah.
1: you haven't said any jokes that were all
0: right well uh yeah what about you vance you, you're generally pretty happy with the movie
4: yeah I, I i was i didn't have much expectation going into it though so
1: I don't think any of us had much expectation going into it other than it's Friday night. We'll get out of the house and go watch a movie. And I, you know, for me, I, I will say I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I did not think I thought it was just going to be a shit show, shitty movie that we were going to make fun of, but really it was pretty enjoyable for, you know, the two hours we were in there. You know, it, it, it was decent. Like I, I don't have any issue with it. I'd, I'd watch it again if it was on like HBO or something, and I had nothing better to do. I'd watch it again. I want to yeah. watch it again to get those jokes down.
3: You think this this <laughs> movie will become sort of a touchstone for for kids who have no Asperger syndrome, Tourette's? You're making a big jump there. Think, what? I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just I'm just throwing no, that out there good. like
2: unless unless they in the reboot in the whatever what they do next after this, the dad gets the suit and the son grows up a little bit and he's the. He's the one that teaches the dad how to use the suit because he's, he's got the, to the.
3: What do they call him, Spider Man? The guy in the chair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's good.
2: yeah, Now, if it's a father-son thing, that's gonna be kind of that could be kind of
1: cool. Yeah, I just don't see it as a touchstone movie for autistic kids. You know, the other issue is, is, I don't know if this movie is too, too sensory overloading for a lot of autistic kids. Oh, that's with t- autism.
0: Well, you can't really show this movie. To kids.
1: <laughs> really? Is that? Is that?
2: Oh, you're right. Though it's a, it's a, little, it's a lot of language. yeah. They, I mean, they went
3: hard R on the language, and, and I mean, and predator, violence. violence. But, but but just, 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 the, just the,
1: the lights and the sounds and stuff, you know.
3: Mm. Yeah, but but man, don't yeah. go fuck yourself. Was such a good line. Yeah, that was a really that was good probably line. Probably the best line in a whole movie. Full of pretty solid jokes and one-liners.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, if, I think uh, if that's it, we could we could probably wrap up unless you guys have got any other predator-related uh, topics.
1: Yeah, I think we're good.
0: All righty. Well, in that case, uh, you can follow us all on Twitter, starting with the show at Unfunny N-Tangent. Uh I am at GregT13. Tim is at TimArgney and also over at AttackOfTheDad.com. Jared is at SuperJu75. Mateo is at Matt underscore Morales. And Vance, you're at Run In With Scissors. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. And I uh, think he as has always, a new Twitter
2: account to my Canadian girlfriend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, we'll check that out. And uh, as always, all roads lead to at the steel cage. Uh, Unfunny tangent.com is our website where you'll find my 40 for 40 series. Number 23 dropped this week, and it's my take on the Jeff Bridges Robin Williams film, The Fisher King. So Check that out because we're nearly halfway through uh, the 40 for 40. Uh, please leave us a review on iTunes, and we'll make sure we read it on the show. And lastly, head to the shop.com to grab your Unfunny Nerd Tangent Mon Milfma T-shirt. Uh, in the meantime, that's it from us. Thanks, Vance, for coming on and sharing sure. in our predator-related madness. Um, we'll look forward to getting you on again for some other topic in the future. That'll be cool, unless you've completely... Turned off the show with all the the (laughs) your mama jokes, but anyway, (laughs) it'd be be a high, a big challenge to repeat as many mama jokes, I think, in any other show. Challenge
1: accepted. That's all right.
0: There you go. (laughs) Wait until Aquaman, kids. (laughs) But uh, until then. This has been episode 58 of Unfunny Nerd Tangent. My name is Greg, and for Tim, Jared, Mateo, and Vance, thanks so much for listening. And remember, kids, if it bleeds, we can kill it.